Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 162. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. Today we start a new series of episodes we are calling the COVID Chronicles. At the moment, I'm not really sure how many of these episodes we'll be recording. But as long as social distancing is being practiced to slow down the spread of COVID-19, we'll be interviewing our guests by phone from inside the Desert Oasis Room. On this episode, we chat with DJ Clulo and Chanel Heron. DJ and Chanel relocated somewhat recently from Las Vegas, Nevada to Pacifica, California. And so we're able to get their perspective as both Nevadians and Californians as we discuss this weird time we're all going through with quarantining, self-isolation, and social distancing. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider helping us with your support during this challenging time. Stop by DesertOasisRoom.com to check out our merch or leave us a tip. Any purchase or donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this show on the air. Okay, here we go. Our first episode of the COVID Chronicles. Give it up for DJ Clulo and Chanel Heron. going on it's me dj obviously aloha <laughs> aloha can you hear me i can hear you fine can you hear me yes we can hello uh hey chanel how you doing good how are you good thank you aloha aloha okay so i before you called i started because ha- we live in a tiny san francisco apartment yeah. we went from having a three-bedroom house with a pool and then we moved to the bay yeah. area we now have a 500 and 500 square feet 500 square foot apartment and Dude, our that, dining room like instead of actually having a dining room we just turned into our tiki bar yeah priorities right yeah and of course so, uh you know we've been working on our, our and, and i say yeah like it's normal right because that's that's just what we do so it's yeah true. yeah i feel like it is but yeah i uh so i've been trying to learn more drinks chanel's still far better at making tiki drinks than i am okay but, uh I, I so I, before we started, uh, before you called, she was like, "Oh, do you make the drinks tonight?" And I'm like, "Okay." And boy, did I fuck that up. Uh, okay. So I have like a recipe of like what I think people assume is an array's mistake, and um, fruit juice and rum, and uh, and when I was making hers. Like I, I did it, and then I handed it to her, and then I started making mine, and realized I left out like happy ingredients. ingredients. Awesome. And I put too much of pineapple juice in it. So, are you naming it a DJ's mistake? Yes. Ah, it's not, as, it's not as good though. See, now you've got a new drink to the menu. 
It's his. It's his twist on the drink. I think. I think it's a. It a, sucks. Hey, no, it's, no, it's, <laughs> it really doesn't. It's that's how, well, mis, you know, not necessarily right, making right. mistakes, but that's how you, you know, learn and make new drinks and flavors is you try different things and that's forget how, ingredients, and that's sometimes how, you make something really good. You know what, Wolfgang Puck, I'm sure learned new dishes that way, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody learns through mistakes, through trial and error. Nobody knows, you know, every uh, perf. They're not perfect, so. No. Jedi Master Yoda says that failure is the greatest teacher. Yeah, he also says there is what? What is that? There is a do or do not. There's no try. Exactly. He's a good motivational speaker. Well, so I was going to say, I don't I don't believe in that. I don't agree with him because there is such a thing as try because there wouldn't be a thing called failure if you didn't try. Agree. You know, I don't know if you've seen all the Star Wars films, but the Jedi uh, mess up a lot. And at one point they all got killed. So maybe you're right. (laughs) Right, right. They didn't exactly have the best track record. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys joined me for our special um, COVID Chronicles. You guys are the very first episode of the COVID Chronicles. Ooh. All right. Prestigious. Hi. One of one. We're like in almost ground zero in the in San Francisco. One so. of one, unsigned, untouched. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know that. You guys are on lockdown right now, right? Yes, um, except for essential essentials are the only thing that you're supposed to be out of doors for. So tell me, how does how does this work? I saw a report. It's actually like on a Yahoo story or something. Twenty four hours a day for three weeks. Is that right? Yeah. And and what yeah. does that mean? Yeah. So basically, what happened is our mayor. Uh, well, it's not just San Francisco; it's the Bay Area because we live in Pacifica, which is just. Oh like yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like five or this. It's like five or six counties that kind of make up the Bay Area. Right. And so all of those counties ha- kind of have the same the same requirements because it's it's we're all so packed in. They have to have separate counties. You couldn't have just one county. Right. It's just too many people. Right. Too many people. Yeah, the, the problem was is that even though they were telling everyone to do social distancing and all that, nobody actually was doing it. So they had to like come down and be like, "Stop, just yeah, stop." Um, and so yeah, it's it's you can't like you have to. It's not really like super strict. I want to say it's not like if we walk outside, yeah. some guy with like a riot gear is going to tackle us. Um, but like you can like it's basically they had all the bars and restaurants and movie theaters uh, and stores close. And unless your work is essential, like if you work at a grocery store or um, a pharmacy, like get a sale. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that sounds that sounds like you're speaking from experience. (laughs) Yes, I I I definitely am. We're still we're still chugging along, along, keeping people moving where they gotta go. Unfortunately, you gotta. I don't know where to even start to talk about this because you know. Well, I don't even remember when the beginning was anymore. You know, when it first started, when there was just that first case out of Wuhan, Mm -hmm. there were all these tasteless jokes going around. You know, I'm guilty of one of them. Uh, You know, we were sitting in the Tiki Tea and I said, someone's got to make a shirt that says, my wife went to Wuhan and all I got was this stupid shirt or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's tasteless now because obviously this virus is a pandemic and so we don't want to laugh at it. But I do have to say that one thing that this virus has done is it's really stepped up the meme game. There's like, oh, oh yeah. seriously, some funny memes out there. But um, 
so from the beginning, you know, I never expected it to be the way that it is now. And so for our listeners out there, this is being recorded the day after St. Patrick's Day, which, you know, all the bars were closed last night for St. Patrick's Day. Yep. So we did see, I mean, at least on my social media, I just just did see like a very, very small smattering of St. Patrick's Day posts. But really, like, there wasn't much of that. It's all COVID, right? Yeah, it was Um, weird. Uh, Chanel's Irish. I am. So Mm. we had to like somewhat celebrate, although we're not beer drinkers. So we just kind of drink alcohol yeah we, we went to the we went to the doctor and by we i mean me and then i wore and then i <laughs> wore course. my Saint Day socks <laughs> i'm fine awesome so it's, it's, yeah it's, it's a weird transition it was not covid related it's, it's not covid related <laughs> per my doctor's note unfortunately okay. but unfortunately but fortunately well you know i went to the doctor in february like mid-february just because mm-hmm. like I'd been like fighting, you know, I'm the kind of guy that when I get a cold, it lingers It lingers for like six weeks. And so I had this thing for like well before there was any kind of scare. This was like, by this point, it had been like a month, you know, by Mm mid-February. And, you know, we were going to go to Cabo for my wife's 50th birthday. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said the number. She's 50. So anyway. 29. You cradle robber. (laughs) And I went to the doctor just to see if I should get a pack or something before I go. And they said, you just have to write it out. And they're like, any fever? And I said, no, no fever. And they're they're asking me all these questions. And I said, you know, it's it's really just kind of like a post-nasal drip that's more annoying than anything, you know. And we go down to... Cabo the first week of March and the airport is fucking packed like LAX is just yep. packed to the gills and for the spring break travel it was there were a lot of spring breakers down there a lot of thongs walking around and then when the airport when we <laughs> right yeah. uh, almost at the airport but it, you know it's funny that you say that because when you get to Cabo and for those that have been to Cabo know that as soon as you walk out of the airport, I think there's three open bars and everyone's drinking and getting sloshed already. And that they oh, haven't yeah. even, they're still rolling their luggage, you know? And um, when I flew home, the airplane was only about a third full. Yeah. I mean, like, lots of empty rows. Mm-hmm. The row that I was in with my wife, the, she jumped the aisle so that she could sleep across that empty row. Mm-hmm. And then when I would get up to use the restroom, lots of empty rows, and then maybe another person here or there sleeping across a whole row. I mean, the plane was empty. And that's completely like unlike the typical traffic you see during spring break. Usually yeah. planes are completely oversold, and you're fighting just to get into your seat. Yeah. I think what what's super crazy about all of this is that me and Chanel are definitely feeling – like we're lucky um, – in San Francisco, it hasn't been so bad. And I'm very blessed with my job, you know, being with Disney and especially Lucasfilm, like Star Wars isn't going anywhere. I'm just going to work sure. from home. Sure. Chanel's job's a little bit more scarier. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah. It's, but it, so yeah. what's it's happening? I mean, a, a scary thing because 
we're both from Las Vegas and also, you know, we, me and her worked for Disney and we worked in the parks for a long time. So a lot of our friends out who in Anaheim and Orlando are not working right now. The parks are closed. Yeah, and then now, yeah. yes, yesterday, Las Vegas closed. It's going to yeah. destroy our hometown. So it's, yeah. it's really heartbreaking to see how this is affecting our friends and family. Well, they're closing the borders, you know, not just to the country, but uh, there was a rumor that they're closing the state line tomorrow. Oh. So oh. even even from California to Nevada, like I couldn't even drive over there if I wanted to, you know. Oh, that's that's good to know. I was supposed to go to Vegas this weekend, but I didn't. You, think you better I, check I just, that first. Yeah, I, just, I was supposed to go back for a doctor's appointment, but uh, with everything, I mean, literally, the world has almost just completely turned upside down. Oh, in the completely. I, I interviewed for um, a tiki bar in the Bay Area last week. I'm super, super stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, like, love this bar. Love the people there. Like, was so excited that they had a posting. And a week later, I mean, the world is upside down. Like, yeah. no one's hiring now. Like, we're all scared for our jobs. And, like, yeah, I was supposed to go to Vegas this weekend. And it's just, like, it, it's it, it's so – I think the scariest thing about it is, like, it's it's all of us. Sure. It's, it's, it's everybody. It's not just like one industry or one, you know, company or one, you know, state. It's the, it's a it's a global thing. And well, the, that's fact that's scary that they they would close the, the state lines. I think that it's an unprecedented time in history. I don't think this has Absolutely. ever happened globally. Right. Because, you know, I was telling my wife that there was a time when everybody would laugh at the doomsday preppers and they'd say, mm-hmm. You know, what are you doing? Like, what do you think is going to happen? If if something happens, resources are not going to run out. It will only happen regionally. You'll always be able to get resources from somewhere else. But now that's not the case. This is actually exactly what they prepped for. Well, and exactly like with my job, we always we always prepare for everything. So I'm like, I'm hauling like four huge bags on a three day trip because you never know what crazy things are going to happen. If you're going to get rerouted for weather, have to lay over an extra night. You know, you always want to have your extra snacks and undies. But like I think almost like it was maybe about three or four weeks ago, I told DJ, I was like, hey, pick up a couple cases of water when like things started people started getting more sick. I was like, just pick it up. I was like, we live in California. We live in prime earthquake territory. We should have a couple cases of water on hand anyways, even though we use a water pitcher. I was like, you know, it, does, it doesn't hurt to throw just to have, have it for things, you know, and like th- then over time, like, heck, I did a, a, a you can say hell. I can, I can. God damn it, you know, cut. <laughs> well, I'm so used to being polite. Um, Boo. What? You think a first, first class girl can't drink? Um, I have to point out that when Chanel was like, hey, DJ, pick up some bottles of water. I was like, oh, we're fine. He was. I did an emergency trip to Sephora. You know, I, think, I was too. Well, and here's yeah. the thing is like, we bought toilet paper before the panic. And, you know, we buy it at Costco or Smart and Finals. That's always one of those bulk packs. Yeah. And then when we started to run out, we we're like, okay, we should probably we should probably buy sooner than later. And then my wife ordered on target.com and it took almost three weeks to get here, which should have been like a two day delivery. And and it was ordered before the panic, before people Mm -hmm. were panic shopping for toilet paper. Now it's impossible to find, but we are finding so far this week. I've been able to 
I mean, bottled water doesn't seem to be that hard to find. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's not as important to people, it seems, because you can just turn your tap on and water comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say that our priorities are skewed, but we probably spent a decent amount of money on alcohol. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> we have a fully stocked bar, but we're like, OK, what type of rums do we need? We need we need a Jamaican rum. Of we course. need a Demerara rum. You got to hunker a, down, man. <laughs> like we need a, and then like as I was making our uh, DJ's mistakes, uh, I was like, "Oh no, we're I love that. Of, we're almost out of plantation three stars, and right. we're, we just ran out of passion fruit syrup." And first world, first world tiki problem. I started sweating profusely, and I'm like, "Oh no, I have to make more honey mix." So this is where I'm. My dilemma is right now is I have a bar stocked full of booze in every kind, in every age, in every color. I just don't have the citrus and, oh, no. <laughs> and I found myself actually. So last week, the last time I really technically like went out and lived normally was I went to the Tiki Tea last week. And mm-hmm. after I came home from that, I've just been kind of holed up at home. I left the house maybe twice to just pick up some food and some supplies. And mm-hmm. Last night, when I walked out of the, the door, I walked out at around 8.30, I felt like, okay, here we go. You know, like it was, it's like the walking dead, right? And Absolutely. I, right? And I go out there and the streets are totally empty, you know? And I had to go do, like I had to deposit a couple of checks. I had to drop something off at the post office and the little like um, package drop thing. And everywhere I went, I didn't want to touch anything. Like I have yeah. this different mindset now. The ATM machine, I didn't want to touch the buttons. The post office, I didn't want to touch the handle to open that thing to drop my, my package in. And then when I went to Winco to see if they had toilet paper, I didn't want to touch the shopping cart. Thank God they had those uh, those wipes. You know? The wipes. So it was, I was at, um, so I was in LA or Burbank and Glendale all last week for meetings at Disney. And uh, on Wednesday night, I, I went down to Anaheim uh, to visit a friend and go to Disneyland. It was days before they closed. And it was funny, like the, the parks were packed. Like you, you couldn't tell that there was like a pandemic. Like it was normal. And what was funny is like, I had the same mentality where I like didn't touch anything. I luckily Disney was very prepared and they had like hand sanitizer, like every five feet. Right. Um, and but I was constantly going to the bathroom and washing my hands. And Disney even put out uh, like there's signs on the on the above the sinks that said, "Please wash your hands for 20 seconds." Like they were very prepared. Uh, uh, actually, yeah. it involved a very awkward experience when I went to the restroom and I was washing my hands, and I heard this like this weird voice of like, a, <clears throat> "You're doing a good job." <laughs> and, I, and I looked over to my left hand side, and it was like this old gentleman. Uh, just staring at me, smiling, and I was like, and I heard him, but I still was like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "You did it for twenty seconds. You washed your hands real good." And I, it was really creepy. Like I thought that he like was staged there to make sure people were washing their hands. Right, right. After monitor, he was an older gentleman, so he definitely was somebody who could be affected by COVID nineteen. But it was yeah. just. I, you know, there's there's guy codes in the bathroom. You don't talk to anybody. Right. It's weird. 
I mean, I'm just cracking up at all the people, especially in the airports and traveling, who are just now realizing how nasty they normally are. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you can wear a mask all you want, but if you're walking around the plane and you're bare feet, like, come on. Like, it, the plane didn't right. just get nasty. It's always been nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you should be washing your hands 20 seconds all the time. Like, I'm people cracked up at me because I have a stash of antibacterial gel because I work in the general public in a speeding metal tube of germs uh, yep. off, to, off to adventure but like I'm like it's so funny just like our planes have never been cleaner because people bring in their own wipes clean in their own seats like it's hilarious correct yeah. me if I'm wrong the original tagline for your airline was metal flying tubes of germs uh, you know it, it, it probably wasn't come fly the friendly skies of the giant Man. metal tube of germs <laughs> It's it's a uh, it's funny to see how people are just kind of uh, becoming so self aware of the little things that you know they have overlooked for so long. And, and what's it like to fly now today? I mean, it's, is it are the planes empty? Yes and no. It's it's been a mix for at okay. least for me, and I know it's been a mix for kind of everybody. It just depends on the route. It depends on the day. Depends on time of day. But, you know, with people canceling left and right, everything is completely in flux. And, right, and you know, you right. like it's like we have to keep going because you never know when the, the thing that's that's so scary about the whole the whole outbreak and travel and everything else is like you never know when life continues to move on despite the crisis of, of the sure. virus. And even with the hospitals, it's like, you know, people are going to have heart attacks. People are going to have, you know, car accidents. And we're going to still need these, you know, life supporting machines in order to support everybody you know, these, these different things always happen, you know, that are constant, you know, struggle for day to day nurses and ER doctors. And same thing with traveling, you know, people aren't always traveling for business or pleasure. Like, you know, you never know when you've I've had people come on board and, you know, be nasty and then talk to me later and be like, I'm so sorry, but you know, my, my mother just died or my father just died. I'm, right, I'm, I'm right. I just found out I'm traveling like, and these things are going to continue to happen. So I'm, I'm happy that we're continuing to, um, to run, even though, of course, you know, it's not good to spread things, but it's like people's lives are going to continue to move on. And, you know, we have you have friends and family all across the globe and across the country that, you know, you want to be there for. And, you know, some of these things just aren't going to stop. But it's it's a very interesting and complex time for travel and for people. For sure. All, all of these things. It's quite it's there, quite crazy. there's there's a weird paradox with travel right now. So yeah. you can get a really good airfare to say Maui, but mm -hmm. then everything shut down in Maui. So there's exactly. no there's yeah. no point in going. And then one of the locals told me that they're starting to have a real resentment for tourists at, right now because it, they're in their minds, like what are you doing traveling? Why are you out here? You know exactly. I think people who are people who are just traveling for fun right now need to kind of take a step back. It, I agree. Essential. It should be essential travel only for all people. It's it's just for the you know for the common good. Like I'm you know all these if if we continue to uh, preserve things, you'll be able to go to Maui later. You'll be able to go to Thailand later. You'll be able to go yeah. to wherever you want to go later. But we got to kind of take care of the global crisis that we have going on. Otherwise, we're not going to be going anywhere. Yeah. And even if you're thinking selfishly and you go anyway, like, for example, this morning, my son pointed out that there's a round trip flight. And I don't know which airline it was, but he said, look, dad, round trip to Florida, fifty one dollars. And I thought, fifty one dollars. I'm going to go to the Maikai. And so even if I was selfish and I did go, 
I would mm-hmm. get, I'd probably just, just <laughs> I'd probably get stuck out there. Yeah, it'll be closed. And if it weren't closed, I'd probably just, you know, something will change while I'm out there. And then, you know, maybe they lock down airports or airports, something. Who knows? Yeah, they lock down state lines or, yeah, it's, it's, everything is so literally up in the air with yeah. no pun intended, but it's, it's, it's very interesting to see. I, and it's like, you know, I, we definitely want people to travel. I think, you know, I think the biggest thing people should just postpone their travel and not cancel their travel. Yeah. I think just every, we all need to kind of just, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm upset. Frankie's Tiki room is closed right now. Like that literally, I, I think I actually cried over that last That's night. And that crazy. Was the biggest first world problem I think I've ever had. That's crazy. That's our home bar. Thinking of our, thinking of our friends and family in Vegas and, and all of like, and we, and born and raised there. And, like it's, it's hard to believe that that city is, is closed. And we, we text our, our, we're very, we're very close friends with the crew at Frankie's and, you know, we text them and we're like, are you okay? Yeah, we need to yeah. go. We need, yeah, we Those need to text some of these people. Yeah, the twenty-four hour bars in Vegas definitely. Like, our, you know, it, 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 the service industry is struck hard, and my heart goes out to all, uh, you know, all of our friends with bars or who work in the service industry as bartenders or, or hostesses or anything, you know. But Vegas is last night at midnight. The governor of Nevada said that all gaming machines must be turned off, and that might not seem like much to a lot of folks, but the <laughs> That's entire unbelievable. economy of Las Vegas. <laughs> Well, a lot of those casinos, they give money to, to the school districts there. And it's well, that's crazy. the thing is that like that town was built on on the revenues of, mm-hmm. of all that gaming that right now is off. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the scary thing is, is that, you know, now some of some of the casinos that are closing have made statements saying they were continue to they're going to continue to pay their employees. They're going to play their employees. Um, not all of them so far. And, you know, that's one thing that we're very happy about with the Walt Disney company is that Disney has closed their properties, but they said we will continue to pay our employees. I saw that. I saw that. But you know, my, I gotta be honest. My first thought was, you know, they just built that star Wars land and that rise of the resistance I heard was like, I don't know how expensive it was. The number that I heard sounds unrealistic, but it probably is very realistic. <laughs> okay. Well, when you when you combine Star Wars Land and and the rides and all that in Star well, the attractions in Star Wars Land, I heard a billion dollars. Is that right? Uh, uh is that I, high? It might, it might be more than that. More than a billion. So, here's well, what I'm getting realize, at. You can't confirm nor deny. You you will I I you know, it's not that I work for them. Uh, but you got to realize they built Two identical versions of the land right. in both Orlando and Anaheim. So what it's it's cheaper and easier, but you know these are not to sound like what I'm getting like at I'm is that, that it, they probably yeah, they, already they had a way long re- return on investment that now has been, even been extended because for no, how who knows how long because everything is shut down. Yeah, right? I mean I just think it's a rare thing, you know, for any company to be like. We're closing, but you're still getting paychecks. That's and you totally gotta realize rare. I don't think people understand the amount of cast members who work at the parks. Walt Disney World, at least when I worked there, uh, we they had seventy five thousand employees. Wow. It's the largest um, uh, employer in central central Florida. central Florida. That you know, that's the economy in central Florida. So the totally. for Disney to, for Disney to be like, 
y'all don't come to work tomorrow, but don't worry, you're still getting checks. And it's the same thing in Anaheim too. And it's, That's you know, great, luckily man. for my job, I can work from home, but you know, people, skippers of the jungle cruise can't take boats around when they're quarantined. Right, so. I mean, right. you can, if you drink enough, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You're underestimating the power of OFTD. You know, <laughs> yes, very much so. I know that some uh, bars laid off their whole staff so yeah. that their staff could collect unemployment because you have to be. Yeah, you have to be technically separated yeah. in, in order to collect unemployment. I think I think the good bad thing is like literally it's it's every, everybody's getting hit by this. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we're all kind of collectively trying to find our best ways to support our friends and support their businesses in small ways. You know, we're trying, I'm trying to like seek out some people that I know that I, I wanted to buy some of their products. I'm like, some of them, I'm like, I'm trying to like buy some of their small products because I'm like, I want to keep your business going in the small way that I can, oh, even I, though I get right, it, my belt's a little tight, like, but, but you know, we're trying we, to, we all out. are. I mean, you know, so, you know, a couple of my sponsors are tiki bars that aren't open now, yeah. you know, and I was asking my wife today, like, what do you think I should do at the end of the month? Like, should I send them an invoice? And as soon as I said that, I thought to myself, I'm not sending them an invoice. I can't. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm going to continue to play their ad spots and endorse them and my social media and all that stuff. But I just can't send them an invoice if they're not open for business. You know? I, yeah. I think one of the... That's amazing of you to do. One of the well, things, it hurts me too, though. You know, <laughs> so I'm sorry, DJ. Go ahead. I think one of the great things about why we love, you know, our little community, our tiki community, is you know, it's that Ohana mentality. You know, it's how can we take care of each other? You know, yeah. Comp competition isn't really there. It's you know, how can we lift each other up? You know, I think the one silver lining of this nightmare we're all living is you know there are some good things coming out of it you know you know as an artist myself but seeing fellow artists just taking the time of being quarantined and producing some amazing work and other people wanting to support them i mean yeah you know yeah. We, there, a few of our friends are artists and got laid off and you know we are promoting them doing commissions or you know even people in the, the community like you know Blair like BG Reynolds stuff you know he has a whole stock room of stuff he needs to get rid of so and yeah, we've got yeah. a whole bunch of tiki drinks to make you know it's we we have to do what we can to support each other in the community you know it's great to hang out exchange wonderful stories and be friends with each other over a drink but like you know in the end of the day it's like how can we lift each other up? right right that's the most right. important thing and with yeah. that said, stop by DesertOasisRoom.com and check out my merch. Yes! <laughs> because I, I, I am not going to be sending out invoices, you know, so so I'm going to be depending on merch sales. Somebody bought a mug for me yesterday and I just about wrote him a love letter, you know, <laughs> put it in the mug and shipped it out. That's a mug that I dropped off last night. So uh, you're keeping my son in college. There you go. They Actually, you know, it's crazy is... The rest of their school year is going online, and so he's moving out and asking for a housing refund, and um, he had finals this week, and uh, Friday, his professor said, your final is optional. If you're, if you're confident with the way that your grade sits as it is, that will be your grade, 
But oh, if, wow. if, if you feel that you need the extra points from your final, then please take the final. And my son was like, I'm moving out on, uh, so today's what, Wednesday? So he's he's moving out tomorrow night. So he's like, I, I don't need to go to the final on Friday because I'm doing okay in that class. So I'm moving out tomorrow night. And, you know, and all his roommates are too. So yeah. um, four it's, guys that share a two-bedroom apartment. so crazy. Yeah, they're yeah. all moving out, you know, because they're going online. And now, and so he's complaining too that like, so... What happens? Do I still pay this sky high tuition and I'm just reading a website now? You know? So. I think it's a nice time to address the cost of education and the accessibility of higher education. Yeah, yeah. I it's, think that, uh, I mean, I don't think we're going to be in this situation forever, but no. I do think it will be different when we come out of it. I think things will, you know, we'll have learned a lot of lessons. And I think. Mm-hmm. Like that, right? The cost exactly. Of higher, yeah, it turns out you need to wash your hands. I, you know, it's crazy the things you learn. And oh my goodness! Yeah. I die. I, you know, yeah, it's crazy how much has changed in one week. It is. Yeah. And I feel like the turning next. point was like the end of last week, like yeah. maybe like Thursday or Friday. I feel like it's like when they canceled the NBA season. Or postponed yeah. it. I don't, I don't know what if it's postponed or canceled, but then everything started falling. Right, Disney. Like they announced that they were closing Disney. And then they announced that they were, uh, you know, and then then all of a sudden you see this article of San Francisco closing down. Right. Yeah. It's it's so weird. You know, we always watch all these such crazy, you know, post apocalyptic films. We were watching Mad Max: Fury Road to prepare just in case. <laughs> Are you guys Just putting paint on your I'm, paint I'm on your faces? I'm ready to bring my inner furious out. <laughs> I look not so good in speedos, <laughs> so we're gonna see. DJ DJ bought a whole a whole thing of uh, of uh, chrome paint so he can ride shiny and chrome into <laughs> Valhalla. It's gonna be so great. What's, what's pathetic is I'm gonna be horrible in the Mad Max apocalypse because I drive a Kia Soul and that's like nice. the least <laughs> the least intimidating vehicle. I think DJ's underestimating how much money I've spent at Michael's on glitter. <laughs> like I'm gonna just does that make me threatening though? Yeah. You just gotta put spikes and glitter so on there. Right that you're gonna. You're gonna scare them all off. I'm gonna look like a stripper. Spikes I mean, and glitter. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. As long yeah, as you don't I'm smell like strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see what this is gonna look like when we come out of it. All the, uh, especially in the tiki world, you know, I, so many of our friends are yeah. independent artists or yeah. service industry people, being bartenders or bar owners, you know. Mm-hmm amazing mixologists and just yeah it's i think we all are just you know if we can support you a little bit here now we will and as soon as they're open like we will be back yeah yeah well we just have to try to help our artist friends and uh, yeah. and our bartender friends and everybody else that i mean we do what we can in whatever way that we can right mm-hmm. i think everybody's taking a hit right now so exactly yeah Every little bit counts. But, you know, like I said, silver lining. I think we're about to experience a lot of creative driven people and see what type of art they make. And I mean, you're spending a lot of time alone, (laughs) not working or you're you have a lot of time to be creative. Right. 
it's, you know, you also can look at, I, I've seen, of course, you know, among amongst all the great memes that make us giggle in the, in the dead of the night, we, uh, you know, you see all these other more inspirational stuff, you know, it's like, it's a, it's kind of like a time to step back. You get to spend some time with your family, spend time yeah. with your partners, spend yeah. time with your friends. Like I've been checking in on a lot of my friends, you know, all over the country to make sure, you know, how are you doing? Like, I haven't talked to you in a while. Like, do you need anything? Like, what can I do? Like, and it's kind of taking that step back to remember, you know, what matters most and, you know, the whole Hana of it all. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And definitely doing a lot more, you know, conference calls with friends, party lines. Well, let's know, do think- this shit, man. So check this out. <laughs> so going to be doing these COVID chronicles. I, I must admit that when I came up with the idea I was going to call it social distancing with inside the desert oasis room. <laughs> but our friend Jonah Ray came out with an episode. Oh. He started calling it social distancing with Jonah Ray. And I thought, Oh damn it. Now it's going to look like I'm copying him. Oh, so, nobody knows who Jonah is. Adrian, <laughs> just oh, us. We, right. We love so, Jonah Ray. Right? We so, love him. so I thought, I thought, well, I still want to do this. I think it'll be fun. So I got to come up with a different name. And then I was going to call it the Corona Chronicles. (laughs) But here's the thing. And and it kind of works because I live out in Corona, right? Yeah. But here's the thing. A good friend of mine is a photographer for, he does a bunch of like live shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. And his his name is the Corona Chronicles. (laughs) And I thought that's going to look like I'm copying him. So... I thought, okay, I got to come up with something, and I wanted to come up with something quick so that it didn't look like I was copying anybody else, (laughs) and so the COVID chronicles were born, so we're still inside the Desert Oasis room. I'm sitting inside the Desert Oasis room, and... um, but yeah, because of social distancing, we're doing phone calls now, (laughs) so there you go. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, the beauty of technology. Although we still right, need to right. visit the Desert Oasis room one of these days. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah, Have you too. not been here? I thought you've been here. No, you were sleeping when I was there. Um, oh, okay. No, I, was, All right. I was not there. No. You're free uh, to, no, you're free I, to I make a drink been, even no. if I'm sleeping. So. Well, we'll have to arrange that after this whole mess has been cleaned up. And, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know, you guys have an open door here. We will survive so. it. Open door policy with you guys. You just... Let me know when you want to come by. Um, just make sure that you you sanitize your hands first. And no you, promises. You bring you bring a face mask and, and some rubber gloves. So so much Clorox, so much rubber. Oh my god, I'm hitting <laughs> I'm hitting the float of this drink at the end. So oh no. you wear the rubber gloves and the Clorox and the face mask, and you show up in your star-studded, glittered Kia Soul. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And now so and now fun. it's now it's a pandemic party. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I, I'm excited for the glitter. So am I. Again, but as yeah, long as you guys don't smell like strawberries, we don't want we don't want the strip percent, right? I'm a little on the uh the fence about the glitter, but CJ doesn't have to go into work, maybe he'll let me glitter his beard. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I'm gonna let you go. I wanna say thanks for joining us for the very first edition of the COVID Chronicles Inside the Desert Oasis Room. If you want to join the group call, I actually have one set up for Friday night. Do you want me I will to, be here. Do you want me yeah. to send you? I'll, I'll send you guys the uh, dial-in information. 
Yeah, and, who's uh, who's on it so far? Uh, there's like a dozen people on there. I don't know everybody, but everyone that's shown an interest. You don't know everybody. <laughs> well, because because I have people that follow the podcast that I've not met, and oh. so That'll when awesome. I when I posted it, I got a few private messages that said, "Hey, I'm down." So I set up a conference bridge that everybody can call into that uh, we're going to see what happens. It's going to be either an epic production or it's going to be a gigantic clusterfuck. Hey, you know, either, way, either way, it's going to be fabulous. We'd love to join you. Yeah. Awesome. I'll send you guys the the uh, phone in information. Yeah. And also hit us up next time you're in the Bay Area. Um, yeah. I'm pretty, sure we, I'm pretty sure we live near Buzz. I think he doesn't live very far. I from think us. he's uh, well. Pacifica's on the other side of the mountain, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He lives we're, in Daly we're City. We're like right? seven seconds from Daly City. It's yeah. oh. literally depends on how. And you guys are close. I wish I'd known that, but we were out there sometime in the winter. But we were well, only according in- to your podcast. It's a top secret mission, and no one can know you're there because you're so popular. Everyone's going to want to hang out. <laughs> Not well, really. Next time you're here, <laughs> I will make you my famous zombie. Oh yeah, I'm well, down for that, and I'd like to have a DJ's mistake too. Uh, no, <laughs> which one though? No, you don't. Which mistake? <laughs> I want uh, the yeah, I want the worst you. one. I want what? the one that's really really fucked up. <laughs> God, so gross. She's, not, she's drinking really, it out. It really yeah, but de- definitely let me know when you're up here, and you know if anybody's with you, your family, or uh, even Boris, I guess. Oh uh, uh, um, yeah, Bor- that's I'll, a borderline one, right? Lucasfilm. Oh yeah, I I would love that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's mostly industrial light magic, so it's really a lot of cool historical movie props. Um, anywhere from Jurassic Park to ET to oh. Ghostbusters, a lot of cool stuff. Check Don't out. worry, he's dude. Home. Dude, I would so hit you up for that. Yeah, but I can give a tour to up to five people. So if there's anybody with you, uh, just let me know, and I'd be happy to show you guys around. Okay, maybe I'll 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 break away and then. I'll tell Boris about it after, you know, hey, dude, I got to go meet with somebody for a couple hours. I'll meet up with you later. <laughs> well, you, you can take photos, too, of the pro- of like with the props. So you can like send a photo of you and a, an ET and send it to him. Oh, dude. And he'll be like, that's so awesome. The hell? Goodness. But yeah, dude, let me know. Um, you know, I'm well, when this stuff ends, I tend I tend to be in down in L.A. or the uh, SoCal hopefully once a month for Disney meeting. So I'll try to, uh, I, I stay in, in Burbank and Glendale. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm a, I'm a thrown throw away from Tiki T. Uh, and well, I still never closed. been there. Day, they're so. closed, but if it's endorsed me for president, so I'm going to take them up on that offer for my, for the next, uh, the next, uh, uh election run. Yeah. Last, I'll be old enough. last time we were there, Mike senior and Chanel, like really kicked it off. I was starting to get nice. worried. Nice. Over- that. <laughs> well, the next time you guys are down, even if it's just you, DJ, on business, if you're feeling daring, man, come over and I'll wash my hands for you. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe we'll wash each other's hands. Maybe oh, we'll wow. wash each other's hands and then we'll make each other a shitty cocktail. How's that? <laughs> that sounds like a deal. Send me there pictures. You go. There you go. All right, Adrian. Well, let us definitely know about Friday. We're, we're very interested. Not like we're going anywhere. Uh, All right. <laughs> but yeah, we love to chat. Well, I'll, I'll send you guys the information. I'll add you to the group chat so that you have all the information there. And then cool, we, dude. we'll talk to you again. Well, we right. love you. Stay safe. And Mahalo. Stay love you too. And you guys uh, be safe out there. And we'll chat in a couple days, I guess. 
All right. Hey, and make sure to subscribe to Disney Plus and watch The Mandalorian and buy Baby Yoda merchandise. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. But mostly desert oasis room. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks, Chanel. <laughs> All right, guys. Be safe. We'll talk Bye. soon. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. And there you have it. Our first episode of The COVID Chronicles. If you'd like to get on a future episode, listen to previous episodes, or perhaps sponsor an episode, stop by DesertOasisRoom.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers and aloha. Aloha.